0: Perplexed man. Like it's it's a difficult day to, to say the least. It has been rough. It has been uh tough. It has been a lot of things today, especially dealing with uh, the information that we've been given uh today from uh the Brianna uh Brianna Taylor case and you know basically being uh I wanna say kind of just being informed that there's gonna be a lot of different situations uh that's going on with her case and being kind of blindsided but at the same time i kind of wasn't blindsided by the information that was uh, presented to everybody um i'm going to kind of jump right into it because i got a lot to get through today so i'm just going to jump right in all right so uh law enforcement so if you saw the thing if you see the ticker down at the bottom it says law enforcement and relationship with our community uh plus no murder indictment so first of all we got to start back we got to go all the way back to 1828 The police were actually set up, if you didn't know, for a history lesson, they were set up as slave patrollers. All right. So slave patrollers in meaning they were set up to catch slaves. So um, from the jump, we police were never set up to protect African-Americans or people of color. So that's what we automatically need to throw out. So when people say, oh, well, the relationship with African-Americans and, you know, police has never been great. Well, that's right. And that's actually by design. Um, They were actually started back then to catch and deliver slaves back to their uh, their owner. So of sorts. So I want to read something to you guys that I've looked up. I've read multiple articles, but I'm going to read this uh, slave patroller's oath. It says I the slave patroller's name do swear that I will as a (laughs) that I as searcher for guns, swords and other weapons among the slaves in My district faithfully and as privately as I can discharge the trust reposed in me as the law directs to the best of my power. So help me God. That is the slave patroller's oath in in 1828. So we fast forward, uh, and I'll just go through a couple of home real quick. I'm gonna go through a couple of things of what the actual job was to do because this is what this was written, uh, to chase down and apprehend. And return slaves to their owners to provide a form of organized terror to deter slave revolts and to maintain and form discipline of the slave workers. All right. So as we can read, it's pretty it's pretty self-explanatory what they're doing. So I'm going to fast forward. I'm going to fast forward to now. There's an oath that all law enforcement officers take uh, when they either join the force or they get, you know, their Uh, They graduate from the academy. And the the law enforcement oath of honor says on my honor, I will never betray my badge, my integrity, my character or the public trust. All right. I will always have courage to hold myself and others accountable for our actions. I will always uphold the Constitution, my community and the agency I serve. So those words strike me deep, especially today. What we dealing with, what we dealing with. In the wake of this Breonna Taylor uh, indictment uh, uh indictment, I guess, interview or his statement. So, I mean, man, it's crazy to think that in 1828, the laws were no different seems to me to catch a slave as it is to catch an African-American, apparently. Um, except in these times, they're not actually apprehending us. They're actually killing us. So like I see that difference. But other than that, man, the verbiage, even though the, the wording is different, it's pretty much the same. Um, a lot of you guys will see when I'm when I'm trying to teach and I'm writing stuff down and I and I'm going through things, I'm re- I'm referencing a lot of the notes that I make. But today, man, I don't even feel like the notes are even doing any justice. Um, the fellow officers, for those of y'all who didn't know, Breonna Taylor at the interview, uh was I guess he's I don't even know if he's ADA. Well uh, Daniel Cameron, I'm going to get into him a little bit in a minute, but he actually came on, um, came onto a live news uh, report. And he basically stated that the officers, three officers that were supposed to be charged, all three of them were due to the grand jury that they have not disclosed. The demographic of this grand jury has said that none of them qualify for any murder charges. All right. Even though in this instance, a person was murdered. All right. Not killed. I say murdered because the amount of bullets that was found in this young lady was absolutely ridiculous for something that's not characteristic of a murder. Um, It's pretty it's pretty spot on. Uh, and the reasoning for them not filing charges, murder charges were because the young man in question that they were supposed to be serving a, a warrant on. Had a gun and began shooting back. All right. Okay. All right, I'm going get behind. I'm trying to, I'm processing it, and I'm going to let you guys process the information. They're supposed to be serving a warrant on the young man that was in the home. However, comma, they only have one eyewitness that said that they had came, they knocked on the door, and they said that they are serving a warrant. All right. Now, mind you, if somebody comes to my door knocking one o'clock in the morning, banging on my door and I don't think I have any warrants. What would you do? Would you prep- would you protect your home? What are you going to do? I don't know. A lot of people that I know would protect their home. A lot of people that's going to listen to this podcast would say I would protect my home. Um, you don't, you're not carrying a warrant. You're not currently having a warrant. And a lot of the protocols that they had with serving a warrant, they found that they did not do those things. They did not follow the proper procedure. But yet and still... The warrant that should have never been served, that didn't have a protocol, somehow has left one person dead who they weren't even serving the warrant on. And the person that was shooting back, they didn't get hit one time. And that's crazy to me. That's really that's really crazy to me. And, um, you know, I, I try to be as, you know, kind of in the middle as I as I want to be. And I try to, you know, listen to a lot of people when they say stuff, because I sometimes have an issue with what happens. But, man, like, it's no way that we're going to sit here and say that Breonna Taylor was not murdered. If you do, let me know in my comments because I can let you know that I think you're an idiot. I want you to know that. I want you to know that I know that you're an idiot. But um, I just have an issue with that. I mean, I know the law says one thing, but it seems like to me that the law really doesn't. It doesn't really give justice. It's just whoever can prove that something didn't happen better than the next. I just have to raise reasonable doubt. And for whatever reason, if you're the right color, reasonable doubt is a whole lot easier to obtain than others. Um I don't know, man. I get I get kind of balled down by this stuff, but at the same time I like lo- I love teaching about it. I love talking about it because at the same time conversations need to be had. Conversations need to be had because if I let you go out here and think that this is okay and this is cool, then it'll continue. And we have young kids now. We all have, you know, moving on with our life, but it's crazy to me another thing that i would like to point out because it's not a i mean i'm not i'm not a republican or democrat but you know and they neither one of the sides is paying me so i'm going for whoever got the best the best situation for me and my family but i would like to put out uh the next the next little thing if you read the ticker it says daniel cameron and trump relationship so The funny thing about this whole situation is a lot of people that, you know, pull for Trump, say Trump is not a racist. He does not. He's not a part of the racial uh, divide in the country. And that's fine and dandy. If you say that, I guess he's never flat out said he don't like black people, but whatever. But I think that at the end of the day, if you guys look into the situation that is currently going on today, I would like you to know that Mr. Cameron, the prosecutor in this particular case, He was just recently at the Republican National Convention in support of Donald Trump. If you look it up, you will see a picture of him, multiple pictures. I found probably like five or six of him and Mr. Trump hanging out at the the National Convention for the Republicans. Is that a problem in normal cases? No. Is it a problem here? Yes, because clearly there is an agenda. All right. There's an agenda to not defund the police. It's an agenda to not uh, to let police do what they're going to do, because that is in the eyes of Donald Trump. That is the stance that he is standing on. He is standing on that the police are supposed to have the, all the authority in the world. However, they have broken authority so many times that at this point in the game, if you had any job anywhere else, and if you were this bad at your job as being a doctor or a lawyer or anything, you wouldn't have a job. You wouldn't. If you were around killing people as a, a medical professional, you not only would not be practicing medicine anymore. You could possibly face charges of like homicide or manslaughter, depending on what you did to a person, how bad you were at your actual job. But for whatever reason, as a police officer, when you're we just read the oath, you're supposed to protect people. You're supposed to serve the, 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 the culture. You're supposed to serve everybody around you. But yet people are dying. And it's not just in one state. It's in a lot of different states. It's in a lot of different places. Um, and, and that's what's crazy to me. I, I try to look at things as openly and honestly as I can when it comes to the whole like political part of this. But at the same time, and this this is craziness. You kill somebody. They admit they kill you and they still get no charges because of it. the only charge you get is you. You actually charge a person for endangerment. I want to <laughs> I want to put it out there. That you charge a person with our endangerment for endangering the other people in the apartment, but the actual person that you killed is not being charged with anything. That's not even a part of the charges. They're not being brought up on charges for killing that young lady. They're being brought up on charges for endangering the other residents <laughs> of the uh apartment complex. But yet the And then somebody had said to me earlier, and I mean, honestly, man, if you're going to say this to me, man, please let just send all the messages now so I can know the idiot that you are before you even start. But when you go out and say, okay, well, the family got twelve million dollars. As if that is a rebuttal or a, oh, you know, well, they're family rich now. What is rich when you just got castrated? Like you just watched somebody murder your family member. Like, that's nothing like that's twelve million dollars. I mean, honestly, I've never seen twelve million dollars. I probably never see twelve million dollars in my life. But still, at the same time, twelve million dollars does not replace the life. And we're worth way more than twelve million dollars. Each one of these lives is worth more than that to me. So as the list continues to grow, we keep packing people hashtags and putting people on shirts and rest in peace. And man, I'm tired of that. Man rest in peace stuff gotta go. It's all been it's all rest in peace this, rest in peace that, rest in power this, man. Like that need to. that need to go. And polo. and I'm not even gonna say polo. polar tink tink, but polo tink, tink, Daniel Cameron, he's sitting up there telling us, you know, well, I know this ain't what everybody wanted, and you know, this and that. And the third man, how can you sit there with a straight face and tell me? That that's not murder when you just paid the family a wrongful death suit for 12 million dollars. If anything, that's admission of guilt right there. I don't understand it. Oh my god, It's just man, America's getting dumber and dumber, man. I promise you it is. It is, it's getting dumber and dumber. And we got the, the leader of the dummies in the, in the office. So then we take it to the more political part of it, because I kind of left that to the end. The more political part. So if you're a Donald Trump fan, you might not want to be on here right now. I'm going to go ahead and give you a fair warning. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to get off. And I'm going to let you have it. i gonna let you have it about him. All right. So these people or people that's you know, all for Donald Trump always say Donald Trump is not part of the problem. All right. He's not part of the problem. OK, so any other district attorney. In the history of ever. Or you know, prosecutor or whatnot, that has just paid out the city of that you know that city has just paid out twelve million dollars for a wrongful death suit. Wrongful death. I want that to be clear. Wrongful death, not wrongful endangerment. Wrongful death suit just was paid out for twelve million dollars to the family of Brianna Taylor. How is there no? I mean, absolutely no murder charges brought up. On. None None. three of the officers, even the officer that actually shot her, he's not even being charged with murder. He's only being charged with endangerment. And I might be in the maybe in the first or third degree. But regardless, like that's what's crazy to me. And you're saying that he doesn't perpetuate hate. He doesn't perpetuate these things. But the same gentleman that's bringing up these charges, even though it was a, a grand jury. Didn't even put that on the table for murder because he was not trying to get murder charges. Because that's not the agenda of the Republican committee. That's not the agenda of Donald Trump, who is the Republican candidate. We just saw him rubbing elbows with this young man, with this old guy. We just saw him rubbing elbows with him. So why do we think that these two are not in cahoots? I mean, the thing about it is almost (laughs) it's so much that it's so it's inflammatory. The thing that they do it in our faces, knowing we can't do anything about it and they don't mind doing it. It's inflammatory to me. To think that you would legitimately kill somebody on TV or have the whole story told on TV everybody knows about it wait six months to charge anybody and then when you do charge this person, guess what you give them endangerment endangerment is the charge for killing a person man we didn't wrong, but we didn't fell a long way so for those of y'all who think it's an American dream it ain't one. It ain't now. It ain't an American dream. It ain't one. Not for us. If you look like me, it ain't one for you. You know what I'm saying? It ain't one for you. It's the the American dream is to stay alive long enough to leave something to your kids. And hopefully you don't leave them with debt. That. that is the American dream. Right now. The way it's looking. The way it's headed. That's what the American dream gonna be for, you know, black and brown folks. Just hopefully you don't get killed by the police at the traffic stop. Or hope that we don't serve the warrant, or come in your house, un- like. Cause this the thing. This ain't even the first time this happened. The young buddy was sitting in this house, and the girl walked in and shot everybody in there. And she got off too. So I don't even know how we even are. We are even. And I think it was in Dallas. I don't even know why we even thinking this anything different gonna happen. They've been showing us who we are, who they are, and we just won't believe them. We believing in this thing called justice, and it don't exist for us. Somebody saying, "Oh well." And one of the comments on the other chat, he's saying, well, "Well, we'll just see. Af- just see after George Floyd. When we after George Floyd, it ain't what so they can tell us. Oh, well, he was. You know, they're already trying to put the narrative out there. He was on fentanyl, and he died from that a lethal dose of fentanyl. So the neck on his the the knee on his neck had nothing to do with that. Okay, fine, cool. See, this is what kills me about America." And, you know, you got your the people that are on the other side, because there's some people that's like, okay well, I understand why people are upset. I understand why people are mad and they're on the other side, too. So for those people, I commend you for being honest with your life. God bless you. Hopefully, God blesses you with so many gifts that you will be able to give to your other dummy friends that believe the same way you believe, but don't have the common sense to realize there's somewhere in between that you got to meet. If you're one of those people who believe that. Murder is murder. No matter where you are and no matter who you are, then I'm good with you. If you're one of the people in the world that believe that murder is not murder depending on who you murder. Then I'm not good with you. Certain circumstances can can lead to a murder, but you are supposed to pay for that murder. A life for a life. It, It works like that. That's how life is supposed to be. They always say when a woman is born, one is taken out. That's what I always grew up knowing. Somewhere in the world when somebody's being born, somebody is dying. One for one. But now in these days and age, people could kill you. Nothing will happen to them. And then they'll just throw dirt on your name or tell you every reason why you were supposed to die. And that to me is crazy. There's no excuse. I don't care what the situation was. Breonna Taylor wasn't shooting a gun. Old Buddy was shooting a gun. And now he did what he left unscathed. So that's even more to the effect of the training. How do you shoot into a house, into an apartment, shoot everybody but the shooter? <laughs> that's crazy. That's absolutely ridiculous. And it's stupid. It's stupid to even think that that is the process or thought process for somebody who is actually out here about the vote and making decisions or having and raising children. And that is your thought process. So I'm moving past it. But I have one more thing to put out there. And it's at the bottom of the ticker and it reads, expect violence tonight. Expect violence tonight. We don't want violence. No, do I want violence? No. Do I want things to get burned up? No. Do I want things to be destroyed? No, I don't. But if I have common sense, in the sense that God gave a bullfrog, I know that things are going to get burnt down tonight. Things are going to get tore up tonight. Police will have to take people to jail tonight. I am sorry. And it's probably going to stay that way for quite some time. Because this is a blatant showing that they don't care about black lives or nobody's life for that matter, unless you the right color or the right person. So I want it to be known right now before everybody get on social media talking about, well, if you got time to loot, you ain't need to go get a job. It's eight o'clock at night. It's about to be eight o'clock at night and people are going to start tearing the freaking streets up, especially in Louisville. And before you know it, it's going to trickle down. I'm in Philly now, and it's probably going to trickle down to Philly. So for my Philly people, please hunker down. Get to where you're supposed to be at. Don't be out in the streets mingling unless you're part of it. Because it's about to get nasty. And it's going to continue. Because every time this happens, we get our hopes up. Like, oh, they're going to actually serve justice this time. They're not. They don't plan on serving justice ever. Because the justice is not theirs. They're just doing whatever they have to to keep people from doing this what it is. And the only reason you get on way that you get anything done is if they do resort to violence. You know, like the NBA can do all the sitting out of games they want. NFL can do all the kneeling that they want. We can do all the kneeling and talking and praying and kumbaya and holding hands all we want. Like, I'm telling you, it's not going to matter because the people that are making the decisions on if this stuff actually matters to anybody they, it doesn't matter to them. It matters to the people that are dealing with, you know, other races and ethnicities. It matters to those people. It matters to the white guy that sent beside you more than likely because you guys have built a rapport. And he knows that at the end of the day if something happened to you, he'd be upset. It matters to him. It doesn't matter to the lawmakers. It doesn't matter to the president of the United States. It does not matter to him. Those situations, these things that happen, even when people loot the streets and do crazy stuff, it does not matter to him because that does not it doesn't affect him. That's what we have to realize is that all these problems, you know, what you eat don't make me use the bathroom. Kind of is basically what I'm trying to say. It's that, it's that absence of mind of the of the what other people have to think and how other people have to say. That is why we are where we at, because the 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 majority of people do feel it. The majority of the people in the world, they feel that that grief, they feel that struggle. But the minority that are making the rules and setting the table and saying, OK, listen, like these are the laws, they don't care. It doesn't affect them. Does it make them look bad to other countries when they see us over here burning and looting and all this and all that? Yeah, it looks bad. Of course. You know, if you're a foreign dictator somewhere, you see that the United States is having all these problems and they and it have civil unrest. Of course, that makes you feel better. So they don't want that image being projected out into the world. You know, every state in the you know United States starts you know uh, protesting. That doesn't look right to other you know foreign dignitaries and people like that. No, it don't look good. It looks like oh, like we look like we we might be able to be attacked right now. And for real, for real, we probably could be. And that's not good either. But at the same time, we in a war in our country right now, and nobody seems to give a damn. You know, we all uh, we we raised a war against terrorism, you know, after 9-11. And we said we're going to you know, we're going to take funding and we're going to send troops over to avenge the World Trade Center. As we should have, we should have went over there. We should have. We should have did those things because we were avenging. We had wanted to seek justice for what happened to Americans. So when are we going to start seeking justice to what happens to Americans on our own soil? I mean, there's a list, of sh- a list of crap that needs to go on, but we got to start there because it's being brought to us in our face. Child, uh, peddling children all over the United States and they, nobody forgot about that. So when people sitting around saying, Oh, well, we forgot about ch- children being trafficked. We haven't forgot about that. That's dirty and nasty too, but they're also not showing that to us in the- in our faces. They're showing us getting killed on the street so that's what we're seeing right now but we haven't forgot about all the other stuff pedophiles are legitimately trying to be considered a part of the lgbtq community that's ridiculous too probably the craziest thing i've heard this week uh women are still not being paid as men are being paid that's a problem sometimes women don't have the choice of what they do with their bodies that's a problem Gay and lesbian people cannot adopt same-sex children apparently now. That's a problem. We got a lot of problems. It's not just the Black Lives Matter has a problem. But right now they are killing us in the streets. So right now we have to deal with that. I promise you other groups will get to you in a minute. We just got to take care of this. I mean you not being able to adopt a child does not mean it's not a problem. It's a big problem. But I just watched somebody get killed on camera. So that's kind of an urgent need. Yeah yeah women not being paid is a problem it's a big problem it's a huge problem it should never happen but it's not a life or death thing like this is a life or death thing you see like i i hate when all these people in other groups i say oh well you know we got problems too why can't we ha- why can't we deal with it all because you can't deal with it all like when you are treating a wound if you and if you're a doctor or a nurse or each person that's done any type of triage you treat the most you treat the most serious wound first because they could Result in your death. You treat that wound first. If the little scrapes, you don't worry about that. You deal with what's first, you prioritize the problem first because that is a life or death situation. I'm not saying that the other problems don't exist in the world. They do. They're all a problem. They shouldn't exist, but they do, and with a problem, we need to address them. And we will keep addressing them. Because they're problems. So and like I hope you guys have found some type of, in in uh I don't know, some type of knowledge in what I'm saying, some type of solace in what I'm saying, of resolving what I'm saying, because it needs to be said, not because I just want to blow smoke, but it needs to be said. Like, you need to hear these things constantly because they're constantly still happening. Like, we're in no better situation, for real, for real, than we were in before this whole Floyd, before this whole pandemic yeah we're seeing everybody out here in the streets getting arrested are all different colors and that's that 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 touches my heart but nothing's being done there's no legislation being being brought up there's no programs and i hate these task force what is a task force you're tasking people to what do what find solutions like talking ain't doing that we didn't did enough talking we've been talking since the 60s We've been talking, we've been marching, we've been protesting, we've been doing that since the 60s. Aren't y'all tired of the same old, same old? Like just protesting and talking and more singing and protesting and talking and more singing and more signs and more walking and more chanting. And Are we going to ever make anybody do anything to fix the problem? We just keep letting the people in the office and they're not doing anything to help us. Not one person, not Donald Trump, not Joe Biden. We just keep electing these folks in here that just look at us as a vote. And then once they get in there, they forget all about what the interest was that we had. But there's no actual initiative being brought forward to fix none of the issues. Okay, defund the police. Okay, well, what are we doing with defund them? What happens to the money? Do we take the money to underprivileged areas and try to help their life so they're not out here committing crimes? Like, what are we doing with this money that we take from the police force? Or do we say, hey, listen, the police don't get paid until they until they start a whole new program in which they learn in which of how to apprehend somebody without killing them. And then if they sign a, you know, a document saying if you kill somebody and we find out it's not warranted, we can take you up on first degree murder because you've been already told it's not to happen. It's funny to me because. Like I always talk about the Navy, but like the Navy make you sign a page 13 on anything. Like, I mean, anything. If it's like they don't want you, they want you to stop picking your nose. They say, man, we catch you picking your nose and you sign this paper. We can bring you up on serious charges in the UCMJ because you picked your nose and we told you not to. But yet and still like the most dangerous jobs in the world. Like there's no actual signature or paper or investigation that is really done when these dudes go out here and do crazy stuff. And then they just back up. They go on like desk duty for like six months. And then before you know it, they'll be back on the streets patrolling again. No medical examination no nothing. It's just like, oh, well, we got to put you on paper for like six months. And it's all blow over and you'll be back on the street. And now they have a a vendetta against whoever that matches the inscription of whoever turned them in for doing something inappropriate. So now you gave a, a, a vendetta with a badge. Out back into the world to serve what normal tickets and stuff like that on people that they might not already have a grudge against. It's just nuts to me, man. For real, for real. But in the other news, that's it, guys. If you like the video, like, subscribe, share the video. It's public. Do what you want with it. Um, if you guys um, have the time, write a comment. Leave me your feedback. If you don't want your name out there dm me i'll respond back and uh that's about it so until next time deuces